This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even our perspectives might not be shared. All right. Welcome. How are you? Uh, this is episode... I'm sorry. This is Married at First Sight, season 14, episode 2. Nice day for a wicked wedding. <laughs> All my... Uh, what is it? Billy, Billy Idol fans out there. That's what the title is. Okay, so... Let's just jump into it so <clears throat> jasmina and michael they are the next people to get married um and i don't know why they keep the marriage date secret because like you never know when they um when they do it but they did a shot of the envelope and it was in like Roman numerals, and I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I was like, Now I need to go back to school and see what those were. So I f- f- uh, took no, I didn't take a screenshot, but I like freeze framed it, and I did the Roman numerals in my head, <clears throat> and it came out to be uh, seven twenty five twenty one. So that's when they got married. I don't know why that's so important to me, but it's just because like they never say when they got married. I don't know. I guess to give just I don't know. I guess I mean I'm pretty sure there's a reason. But, you know, just to give the illusion, you know, hey, they're married. That's it. You don't need to know what the date is. But, ha, I knew. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Jasmine and Michael are the ones that are getting married first. Is this, yeah, th- this is, okay. So they're getting married first. Okay. Um, I mean, not first, next, sorry. And um, Jasmine is getting ready. And they're talking, the producers are talking to her. She's like, yeah, I've had the worst luck in relationships in the men that I choose. And I was like, all right, good. Thank you for admitting that. Because, you know, the last episode, not to say that she didn't um, admit it, but, you know, she was just saying, oh, I have a habit of falling, you know, for the wrong guy and stuff like that. I'm like, "Mm, no, You, you know exactly what type of guy you want. It's just that you hate that he acts the the way that he would act, <laughs> but you want to change him because um, you probably go for the same characteristics. Um, and that guy, that that type of guy, is just not it. Um, but I'm glad to say that that she said, you know, she has the worst luck in finding relationships for the men that she chooses because it's her that's choosing them. So there you go. Um, so, um, let's see. Oh, and Jasmina definitely has a hot-ass friend. She's the maid of honor. Her name name is Casey. So, yeah. See, a lot of these chicks, man. A lot of these wives are having some hot-ass friends. I'm definitely going to look you up, too. Um, (laughs) uh, when the, uh, IG lifts. So... Um, Jasmina says, I'm tired of being the person that a man goes through to get it right. And I was like, yo, preach, you know, she, she, you know, for a time there, I was good luck, good luck, Chuck. You know what I mean? I, just like she says that she would go out with a person and I guess she would inadvertently fix them. And then they'd be like, yeah. 
this is what a relationship needs to be. And then they would leave her and then they would get married, you know, and like they're good now. They're like, oh, thanks, Jasmina. You showed me the way. And you're like, Jasmina's like, well, you, you, you know, you, you could have just. You could have just stayed with me <laughs> instead of just going out and uh, doing your own thing with a new person. But I get it. Yeah, I, I was there too. That that happened a lot, and it was not fun. I think it was like maybe three or four times that somebody that I went out with somebody, and then they um, married the next person. And I was like, mm, yeah, like that, that was horrible. Um, yeah, definitely been there and done that. Um, so Casey gives um Casey gives Jasmina I think like her her bouquet or something like that. She was like, Oh, you know, would you grab this sis? And then like Jasmina's like, No. It's because she's getting like mad nervous and she's getting irritable, which, you know, I kind of called uh and um she's like oh man i'm gonna throw up and everyone's everyone's like wondering like, oh, what's going on and then she's like yeah i don't know him i don't even know his name and i'm like yeah didn't you know that before walking in i mean this show is called married at first sight why are you telling us things that we already know and that you already knew for since the beginning you know what i mean and she starts like snapping at people and I'm like, yo, fam, you need to calm that down. Like that's not that's not cool. Um I think yeah, she threw like shade at her mom too, and I'm like, you know, Jasmina, man. I mean you're you're only fulfilling the role that I assigned to you at the beginning, you know, you are being a brat. But, you know, you don't need to show us that early. <laughs> but it's there. I know it's there. So she finally walks down the aisle and they meet each other. And um, her friends and family, um, you know, they get to the part where it's like, okay, um, uh, like Jasmina, your friends and family think this of you. And says like she loves children she can't wait to build her own family and be the best mother she loves to travel she likes uh she, she um what was it um uh, oh, man it they said that uh for her um like like don't bother her like if she is you know in her bed up until like 2 a.m like watching like south korean like dramas and like listening to their music too and then like michael goes like hmm like you listen to bts and she's like oh my god like yeah <laughs> so she listens to bts um and they said jasmine can turn into a firecracker just call her beyonce and keep it moving see that's probably that's problematic right there <laughs> you know because um see she like i'm glad that they said that because it just solidifies my uh assumption 
and you know she can turn her to a firecracker and we did see some of it i mean it wasn't a firecracker but we saw some of it and i'm pretty sure we're gonna see more of it and the whole like just call her beyonce and keep it moving which means like you can't talk to well for one what it means is like oh just compliment her and she'll come back down but the other thing is is like you can't reason with her you know like why do i need to keep it moving why can't i address her issue <laughs> with being a firecracker why can't it be like listen you need to calm down and get yourself together like isn't that what women want to you know, what did they say oh i want a man to put me in my place why can't i put her in her place why do i need to gaslight her and call her beyonce and then you know they'll make it they'll make everything right why do i need to do that why can't i be like listen calm the fuck down <laughs> you know why can't i do that I don't, I don't understand. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Definitely going to be looking out for that. And so they go to Michael and they say, you know, what what his friends and family think of Michael. Um, he's a baby boy of a Haitian family. So um, that means he's spoiled. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Because I did not know that Michael was Haitian. Like, no offense, but nobody in his family looks Haitian. <laughs> Like you really, I really thought they were just African American. Like that's crazy. Uh, Michael love Michael loves kids. Uh, he can't wait to be a father. He's lived by himself for a long time, so he might be messy. And Michael means well and will always show up for you. Then of course, um, um, I think um, was this his thing? I will, I will make, I will, I will promise to make you feel wanted and heard. Oh, I think that was hers. That's probably why I wrote that down. So we'll, we'll see if she, um, keeps that honor. I will promise to make you feel wanted and loved. I mean, and heard, sorry. So yes, it's confirmed. She likes, yeah, they get married and then, you know, they go off to the side and talk to each other. So, uh, she definitely watches K-dramas. Um, she, and she's in, she's in by 9, 8, she's in by 9 PM, but watches K dramas until 2 AM. So, uh, so even though I do predict that I'm, she won't be as crazy as Michaela, I don't think so, but like her attitude will definitely, her, her upcoming attitude will definitely get on my nerves because it already got on my nerves now. And it was only like, she, we've only seen 2% of it, but I will admit that she did surprise me by liking K-dramas and also liking BTS. Not to say that I like these things, but, you know, it, 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 um, it, uh, takes away from the stereotype. So, so her having that extra layer of, I guess, originality helps. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you like BTS and you like, um, K-dramas. That's awesome. That That's cool. And and also, too, well, this is a iffy and iffy. This is a half and a half because, like, she's, um, because she was saying, like, oh, do you watch movies? And he's like, listen, he's like, I really don't watch anything. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, wait, hold on. You, 
you've, you haven't seen any movies? What? She was, and then she was like, oh, you don't like Marvel? Because he hasn't seen any Marvel movies. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. She likes comic book movies. But at the same time, I'm like, ugh, she likes Marvel. And it's not even because it's Marvel. But the way that she said it, it's like her first time delving into the world of comic books. I'm, I'm, I'm only assuming. I don't know. But that's the way that it sounds. And I'm just like, oh. like So you're only going to like this brand of comic book movies. Like, I mean, have you seen like the Dark Knight trilogy or anything like that? Or, you know, Man of Steel or anything like that, you know? Like, have you seen, or like, do you like any of those? Or just do you like just the fanfare of what Marvel has to offer? I mean, again, it's cool that she's into that stuff. Because, like, you know, oh, hey, there's a new comic book movie coming out. Let's watch that. I mean, let's, let's go see that. You know what I mean? So, that's cool. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, you're... You're like a baby, <laughs> you know, with with like the comic book stuff. But it's fine. At, at least you're into it. That's cool. I, I I always like when women are getting into that stuff. Uh, it, it, just recently, actually, a friend of mine texted me saying that his wife wanted to get into like the you know Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. So they're starting from the beginning. You know, they're watching Iron Man, and like she wants that to be like their quality time. I'm like, oh, wow, that's great, because, like, she's never, you know, watched them before. I'm like, whoa, that's different, because she usually likes, you know, like, Riverdale and, like, teen dramas and stuff like that, but she wanted to get into this. He's like, okay, because he's, he's, he's not really a comic book dude, so it's interesting that the tables have, like, turned. Like, she she's not a comic book person either, but she wants to watch them. I'm like, you know what? That's cool. You know, you can you can get into the world. That's fine. Um, so you can understand what the, like, you know, what the big deal is about. And, uh, for the most part, they're enjoying it. So I'm glad, uh, I'm glad that that's going down, you know, that they like it. Uh, so that's good. Always encourage women to get into comic book stuff because your man is going to like, your man is going to nine, nine times out of 10, your man is going to be into that stuff or just geek shit and you won't be able to get away with it. Sorry. (laughs) You know, not to say you need to be as an avid watcher or anything because like again he might be into video games he might be into comic book movies he might be in, he might be into both he might be into sports he's gonna be into something that you particularly don't care about but if you want that relationship to last you either might as well be a part of it or like acknowledge that it is going to be a part of your relationship and let him have his fun instead of trying to take him out of it or uh, degrade him for being in into it, <coughs> you know. So that's it. So um, let's keep going. So they have um, let's see. I mean, there really wasn't too much to tell you the truth. This one was going to be a short episode. So um, they have all oh, the next people. Is uh, Katina and Olajuwon. Katina and Olajuwon, essentially, um, yeah, I mean, <sighs> Katina was just, you know, very ready to get married, and Olajuwon definitely cried, um, because he was like, yo, this is real, and everybody, you know, um, 
they uh, held him up. You know, they were like, hey. Well, not literally. It was not like he was drunk or something. But, like, you know, they held him up. And was like, yo, you know, you got this. You know, it's all right. You know, you know, you wanted this day to happen. So, of course, he goes down. He's, he's raring to go. He is ready. He wants his chick. Katina comes down. And then, you know, he's he's flabbergasted he's so happy he's like oh yes he's like fuck he's like, you know he's like yes like man i'm so glad you know they picked you and blah blah, blah. i'm so glad that it's you you know not, not to say that he knows her but it's more so like you know thank goodness you ain't ugly or whatever or thank goodness that i'm attracted to you you know like because i guess that's everybody's fear like man i hope i find this person attractive so um the officiant says this is what Elijah. This is what Elijah Wan's friends and family think of him, and say, "Yes, your name is Elijah. Uh, his name is Elijah Wan, but we call him Tootie. I don't know where that comes from, but okay, um, probably because I don't know. Maybe he farted while he was small or something. <laughs> um, he is a ball of energy, and uh, we hope you come with a lot of patience, which is very true. He's he's off the wall. He's freaking everywhere." Um, Elajuan loves his family. He loves a home cooked meal, and I hope you're no stranger to the kitchen. And then everybody starts laughing. Well, Katina's side of the family starts laughing because they're like, mm, "This chick don't know how to fucking cook." <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So we'll see what happens with that. Because remember, according to him, you know, you're not a wife unless you cook. So mm, let's see. Um says she's been partying in her 20s she's now 30 and wants to skip the dating line to get married um but she does not cook what did i say that for hold on so i guess i'm judging here because it says that <coughs> you know from what i've written it says she's been <laughs> partying in her 20s and she's now 30 and wants to skip the dating line to get married but doesn't know how to cook i mean it's a fair assessment but i don't know but mm. it says do not judge uh do not judge until you have the opportunity to understand him so um this is what katina's family and friends think of her she says she's a social butterfly with a heart of gold she's been saying she's been getting married for the past five years uh katina enjoys a night out meeting new people as much as wait she katina enjoys a night out and meeting new people as much as a night in with family and friends katina is beautiful as she is endearing behind that pretty face is an opinionated woman She may be a little blunt at times, but she's working on it. Confident woman with so much love to give. Okay, so again, so they do their vows. And then um, when they uh, exchange the rings, Elijah gets down on his knees and proposes to her. He's like, will you marry me? She's like, oh my God, yes. Um, so it's cute, you know, um, still a freaking super ball of energy. Um... But yeah, so there's that. 
And all the other couples, they've been uh, showing them uh, trying out their tuxedos and dresses and all that stuff. And freaking, what's her face? I think Melissa, I think? The one who's with uh, Craig? No, Chris. Uh, she bought 10 wedding dresses just in case she couldn't find a good one when trying on the other wedding dresses that she was going to try on. So that's obsessive. But yeah, so, um, you know, they, they showed them all that other stuff. And um, the last couple was uh, Noi and Steve. So, um, yeah, Noi and Steve, they're, were they about to get married? I think so, yeah, they're about to get married. But, you know, they showed the behind the scenes and stuff. And uh, hello, Noi's sister, Fawn, shoot, with the pink hair and the cleavage. <laughs> Yo you what are, i mean i know noise already uh taken and she's my boo of the season but yo fawn was really good shoot but anyway that's the end of the episode like i said pretty freaking short they, they really didn't do anything it was two it was two uh weddings so hopefully next episode they'll do the rest of the weddings and also the all the reception things Ho hopefully these are the weddings the receptions and a little bit of the uh going to the honeymoon you know just to just to get it just to get it rolling yeah but okay so you know where we're at uh this is um where is it where's the cover oh um the and self-edition card game uh the skin deeps the and self-edition card game so this is number 70 so number 70 what do you have in store the list five experiences I must have before I die. Wow. Wow. Good Lord. Jeez. List five experiences I must have before I die. Oh, my God. That is profound. Good Lord. I don't even know. I must have before I die. Jeez. Okay. Well, let's get one out of the way. You already know what I'm thinking. A threesome. That'd be awesome. Uh, hold on. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, hold on. Okay, threesome. Experience. List five experiences I must have. Experiences. Hmm. Getting married. I know that's not necessarily experience. I mean, it is an experience, but it's like a long-term thing. But like, I guess I want to feel. You know what I want to feel? I want to feel. It's, it's funny because I was um. This morning going to work, uh, I was driving and listening to my music, and then I was like, you know what? Let me listen to this particular song. And this particular song is the w one that I w would want to have uh, as the backdrop to when you know the um, the the I guess is it the wedding party? I I, I forget. I haven't been to a wedding in a long time. But you know when the groom comes and the, the well yeah the wedding party when the for the for the wedding when the groom and his then the groomsmen come out. 
and um and they're and they're waiting for the bride because the 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 bride's music coming down is completely different that's like a new section but what i mean is when the groom comes down with the groomsmen and the um, the bridesmaids come down too like there's a specific song that i would want to play and i was listening to it this morning because i've heard it in a long time and i started to well up because for me not to say i mean not because the song's beautiful or whatever because i i i i those two things are synonymous with each other for me for that, that that song and that imagery and yeah i really started to well no i didn't start to i welled up and i started tearing it's that moment that i started seeing myself on um you know the not the podium but you know at the altar or whatever crying and then i started to cry and it's like it's that moment when you're like i've like finally you know what i mean like finally and then i started thinking about my reception and dancing and all that stuff and then dancing with my wife you know what i mean my wife like the one person who accepted me for me like finally you know like i ain't gotta deal with all this bullshit anymore and like i could just focus on her and just be happy that that's the experience that i want to have you know like somebody who wants me for me doesn't judge me and boom like finally i found her and we can freaking have the best time of our lives on this one night you know that's what that did but yeah um yeah so okay so three more experiences list five experiences i must have before oh you know what i want see damn i'm a horn dog man freaking i'd want to have um i want to go to one of those uh like spas you know and uh you know you know those spas <laughs> and have an experience there definitely uh list five experiences i must have before i die yeah i want to do that um threesome getting married spa you know the happy ending spas that definitely so two more um i don't know i really don't know wow living on my own yes living on my freaking like like having my own apartment like for real for real <laughs> having my own apartment um yeah that's definitely an experience i want um before i die threesome getting married spouse having my own apartment there's five experiences i must have before i die i guess getting one of my projects out there and 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 like getting it you know like okay so let's say if it's a movie that i'm writing i would love to see it on screen 
you know, and say my name, you know, like written by Martini Jean or like one of my books and then go to like a Barnes and Nobles and purchase my own book. There, there you go. Experiencing, experiencing my projects. <laughs> That's what I would want. And so there's that. So we're going to see what's up with the next episode uh, pretty soon. So, yeah, there it is. There it is. That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com, and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.